this too shall pass. This is a promise of Isaiah's scripture. This too shall pass. The enmity that is felt among the people, God will make the enmity go away. The friction, the fighting, the anger that comes when we're stressed and pressed and we don't know how we're going to make ends meet will dissolve because the people of God will find their way to the high mountain of God and at the high mountain of God, they will be blessed with the wisdom of God, with the teaching of God. They will learn there that God loves all the people all the same. The competition that happens between tribes and ethnicities will dissolve because God chose all of us and it will be clear. This too shall pass is the promise of Isaiah. It will come to pass, it will pass. Divisiveness, a pastime paradigm. Racism, something that used to happen. Bad theologies that put queer people out of the church, no more. Manifest destiny, uh-uh. Some of us are supposed to be rich, designed to be rich, while others of us struggle, uh-uh. No, because God's word shows us that the first is last and the last will be first and the little child will lead us. This too shall pass is the promise of Isaiah on our Advent journey, our Advent journey to the little baby in the manger, the journey to love. And our hope, our hope is to be built on this promise of the passing. Yet, sometimes it just feels so incredibly stormy. The separation between the least of us and the wealthiest of us. How wide is the gap? It can seem still so stormy when even though we know black lives matter, black incarceration rates are higher than any other ethnic group, that there are more African-American men in jail now than were enslaved in eight, uh, 1850. It can feel so stormy that the church proclaims welcome and radical love, but instead sets up hoops through which God's people must jump before they can even take communion. It can be so stormy when we persist in calling a holiday Columbus Day and we fake out this Thanksgiving holiday with pictures of pilgrims and hats and smiling Native Americans happy to make bounty. Oh, it can feel so stormy. When our friends can still get married on a Saturday and get fired from work on a Monday because only so many states in the United States, only 33 states have laws that protect them. It can be so stormy when we stand here in the middle of Advent celebrating a little brown immigrant baby and our little babies are still in cages and the news just isn't talking about it anymore. Oh my God, the storm is raging. Adrian, Adrian had a storm. 
this year. Breast cancer diagnosis. She was terrified. And she did all the things. She prayed and she meditated. And she took herself to the doctor. And, and she did the chemicals and the, the stuff. And it worked. Surrounded by love, surrounded by hope, surrounded by prayers, she was healed. She was healed. And she says every time she walks in this door, she feels the hope flooding and that we, we the people, helped her get through that storm. And on the other hand, my cousin Jacqueline died on Thanksgiving Day. She would be 64 this week, December 7th. And she didn't survive her cancer diagnosis. She was in a space of those theologies that say, by his stripes we'll be healed, and didn't get in the way of the chemistry, and didn't get in the room with the, with the radiation, didn't get in the space of that kind of healing soon enough to save her life. God is not a magician. I say God is not a magician. God is God. And it seems to me to be true that part of the way storms pass over is God uses us to make them pass. This too shall pass. It will be true that God's people will feel loved and seen and heard and celebrated because God's people will see and hug and celebrate each other. This too shall pass because we the people have the power to elect the elected who understand that our economy sucks and we need to fix it. This, shoots out, this too shall pass because we the love army will do the business of healing and reconciliation, and we'll have the hard talks, and we'll say the tough things, and we'll look each other in the eye and say, I forgive that, and we'll make a multi-ethnic, multi-racial, multi-generational movement of love and justice that requires all of us, and we'll let everybody in. Because we don't care how they name God. We don't care if they don't name God, as long as they name love. The storm will pass, this will pass, because we find ourselves as agents of change and transformation. We're not sitting around praying like it's magic. We're marching, because that's praying. Okay. We're healing, because that's praying. We're making beautiful art that shows God at work in the world, because that's a prayer. We, the people, are the prayer. God seems to use ordinary folks to do her business. Some poor maiden named Mary stars in this drama of reconciliation and healing, not because she was rich and powerful, but because she said yes. It seems that God uses ordinary people to say the right thing, do the right thing, show up at the right place, give the right love, hold the right hand, squeeze somebody, squeeze the life back into them, and love the hell out of them. This too shall pass because we're not passive. This too shall pass because we understand that God is calling us on this Advent journey to be the hope 
that people are waiting for. God does not snap God's fingers and make it all right. But what God does is move us by spirit and equip us with love and call us in to movement building together so we can right what's wrong, we can fix what's broken, we can make the high places low and the low places high so that everybody has enough. Our Advent journey is toward the incarnate one, that particular Yeshua ben Joseph, that particular little brown baby, that, that brown immigrant baby, that brown migrant poor baby. Yeah, to that baby, our journey is to that baby and to give homage to the God who came all the way down to be amongst us. And I want to suggest today that our Advent journey is also to ourselves, to ourselves as agents of love, to discover in ourselves the power at work within us, to do more than we can ask or imagine. That's not Jackie, that's Bible. Able to do more than we can ask or imagine through the power at work within us. We can't sit around waiting so we can testify that it passed. We gotta testify by making it pass. The beautiful song to which Adrian Luton danced was written by Charles Tenley, was born in 1831 to a father who was a slave and a mother who was free. His mother died when he was a baby, but his aunt raised him among the slaves. He made his life carrying bricks on his back to make a living. Without any schooling, he studied Hebrew and Greek at some Jewish seminary. Without any schooling, he struggled and suffered along and learned how to preach and started a church that is now named after him. Partnered with a wealthy man named John Wanamaker to feed the people of Philadelphia, to create entrepreneurial programs to teach freed black people how to free more black people. In 1915, he was part of a protest to ban the showing of the birth of a nation and was beaten with, uh, with sticks and bottles but the sticks and stones didn't break his bones. I mean, he kept on keeping on. He knew about storms. And he understood his role in making the storms peace. Um, middle people, Isaiah's promises that we will turn swords into plowshares, guns into farming tools. Sometimes we are the weapons that need to be transformed. Our fear makes us mean. Our insecurity can cause us to do hate speech. Our vulnerability can make us not conscious of our neighbor, and we need to be transformed. I'm asking us on this Advent journey to be willing to be filled with spirit and hone into God, God's weapons of not war, but tools of of peacemaking. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall make the storms pass. Amen. <laughs>